So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Written Entertainment Podcast, episode 308. For July 25th, 2021, my name is Nathan Reince-Bruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McVane. Hello, I am here. And we are also joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk. Besh, that's his last name. Hello, I am here. I, I, I always hate it when people purposely mispronounce your last name, and I don't know why. I think you are one of the top contenders for that. Uh, no. Uh, I, I know somebody uh, regularly called him Bishi. I think that's you. No, that was, uh, but... that was uh, the Root Beer King would, would say that all the time. Boish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I get Boish a lot. Yeah, I, I bet. Well, if it's, a lot. if it's on Boisha. accident, if it's on accident, I understand because your name is spelled pretty uniquely. Any German as fuck. Yes, it is. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth. We are going to ask Aroa where we can find him. Get on that uh, website. You can get all the stuff. You get all that stuff on there that I I haven't updated in months and months and months. It's But it's fine. I mean, what do I need to update it for, you know? Yeah, exactly. You don't need to update update anything on there like from 1999 you should have like a a, a little toggle on the top right that could switch between eras <laughs> and you just know how fucking hard that would be with javascript not very hard oh wait javascript's not really a thing anymore i haven't made a website in like 10 years i'm realizing i mean JavaScript. you can yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so here's the thing. No, it would not be very hard uh, for someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, on the other hand, do not. So, the best that I could do is like load everything in a frame and then have another frame sitting above with the toggle. And then when you hit the toggle, it reloads the frame. That is just an alternate version of the home page. Well, that's what I was thinking. Was you could just have a button or di- like a couple different buttons, like nineties. It, ju- it would just have to be a link to another page that is the same content, but just w- with it looking modern. Well, and that's the what thing I was... is. Then I then I'd have to then I'd have to like put a bunch of fucking like jQuery and shit to make it look like a modern website because it, you can't just have a page of links in the modern day. Come on now. There's I mean, got to be a bunch of animations and menus. I, I, well, see, what I was thinking was you could do like the 90s, then the 2000s, and then the 2010s. And, you know, for, for the 90s one that you have going on right now, or, or early 2000s, that's fine. Uh, and then when it gets to like the 2010s, just make it white. Just everything's white. And that's it. That's the only difference. Everything, it's everything's white. Everything's got to be really white, uh, and there has to be at least like three inches of padding on either side of the page, where there's just nothing for no reason other than because that's modern web design. Now, okay. Oh, oh, and are you moving your mouse over empty white space? Boom! Gloss effect. <laughs> I I think that like when I when I was in did web design. Uh, in college, you know, I would put a little bit of padding on the side, just a, just a little bit, so that way, like, the links aren't all the way to the left and and all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, that's one thing. But like, yeah, there. Like I don't. Modern, modern web design is we have sixteen by nine monitors, but we're still designing web pages for four by three monitors, or that's... or probably more accurately, sixteen by nine monitors that are rotated on their on their side. Exactly, because it's because it's made for phones. Designed in sixteen, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Cyberpunk Monk. Everything's a phone now. Why would you waste your time making a website if people are going to be glancing at it while they're taking a poo? Exactly. Uh, uh, uh we're going to move on from Aroa, 
and we're going to move to Cyberpunk Monk. Where can we find you? You could find me at a Roadout website where if you look at the source code, you could see such ambitious attempts as getting one link to open up multiple windows at the same time, except for some <laughs> reason it gets blocked by a pop-up blocker. Not sure fixable. Uh, I'm the bottom three. We have my Twitter. We have my Twitch. We have my link to Clinton Score Classics, which you could check out. It is an actual play podcast of Rise of the Rune Lords First Edition Pathfinder with Nathan and I. Yeah, it's great. Uh, oh, I I did get a message yesterday. Uh, our good friend and listener to the podcast, well, at least Clinton's core. Uh, well, how do you say it? Sidar- Saldari? Slidari? Saldari. Saldari. Uh, he messaged me yesterday. I want to read it because uh, it's not a it's not like a review. It's not on the reviews thing. But I thought it was funny. It's he he said I may be a little drunk coming from home from a sister's birthday party, but I wanted to say that I appreciate all your hard work at, that you put into your podcasts and Twitch streams. <laughs> hard Someone work. was thinking about you. Yeah. Hey, I. So you can find me. Uh, <laughs> so you, you uh, did you did you list all of your links, Cyberpunk Monk? Have anything uh, yeah. else to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Even if he didn't, they're all right there on a dot website. And apparently, I'm on a dot website as well. Uh, I refuse to go to it because it's not all white with three inches of padding on each side. But <laughs> but you can find me Nathan Reitzbruth everywhere at Reiton Reiton on Twitter, which I'm not banned from anymore. Uh, Reiton on Twitch and Reiton on YouTube, which one day I will make new YouTube videos, but today is not that day. Of course, the, the podcast you're listening to. Uh, if you're listening to it on iTunes, give us a uh, give us a five out of five. That'd be that'd be pretty great. And I will read the review on stream when I see it, uh, or on on the podcast when I see it. And then also uh, go to we're on Spotify and Stitcher and pretty much anywhere. Uh, we're on Amazon. Uh, Clinton's Core Classics is also on Amazon. You're so welcome. yeah. Anyway. We can move on and ask what games Cyberpunk Monk has played this week. You want to start with Cyberpunk Monk? Oh boy. Okay. Well, I played working through the. I played working fifty three hours this week. That's what I played. Well, big that... project going on. Not a lot of time for games. What I did do is before all these projects started, I played a game of Space Station Thirteen on Monday, and. It made me so upset that I decided I didn't want to play for the rest of the week. So I will come back to that next week, hopefully. Played a little bit of Halo, and I'm, I'm noticing a trend here. I, I didn't really have a good time. Uh, what, why, why do I hate myself, Nathan? I don't know. I, I hate yourself, what, what too, What happened sometimes. in Space Station 13, though? Like, it's, I want to know. It's, uh, it's kind of a long story. Do you really want to know? I mean... Okay. So I was the captain. Uh, I was running the ship all right. Uh, we we had some shysters, but I was working with security to take care of them. And that's when we find out that the bridge of the ship has been breached with, like, shaped charges. Uh, so we get there. Everything's flooded. Everything's fucked. We can't get power on there. We need to stop the ship. Uh, our security teams are running. And while that's happening, somebody uses a device that allows you to pick pockets from range to take my security badge. Uh, around this time, our AI went rogue and started taking anything it deemed important, which included my backup badge. So terrorists had full access of the ship while the AI was trying to do everything it could to keep anyone, terrorist or otherwise, from doing anything on the ship. Security was going nuts and out of control. Uh, again, active terrorists are running around. Um, they weren't killing anyone just because they were respectable players. But I basically didn't have an inventory because I'd open a door and somebody would take my shit. Or I, I just, I, I, eventually I couldn't open doors. I didn't have any IDs or anything like that. I got to the end of the ship and they're like, yeah, we've taken control of this. Um, I was able to get the emergency shuttle called. And then somebody detonated the emergency shuttle. I was like, nope, <laughs> this is too much for me. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm happy that, that you, you did that. Did you have a Warhammer Minute? I did. Okay, do you want me to play the musics? You, why would you ask that? Of course I do. Uh, oh, he's doing it. Beyond the science of Texas, we serve the greater good. Blood for Blackheart! 
did the same thing to him. This is the worst minute. It finished though. I, yeah, I, maybe I need to turn it up at the end or something like that. It, it does. It gets like quiet or something. Yeah. It's. I, I thought it'd be fixed this week. It's not fixed. I'll keep uh, working uh, on it. So here's the good thing: is it is fixed on my on my uh, audacity thing. It still shows the same level oh, throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So the the recording should be fine, even if it sounds weird for us. Yeah. That is good. So anyway. Okay. This week we had a new codex come out. The Orc Codex came out. Their whole big thing this new edition is they're a they're extra tough. They're walking around. They're basically one toughness away from being walking tanks, which is terrifying for anybody with basic infantry guns to deal with. You you basically need to be ready to you know be be armed for bear just to deal with a squad of thirty orcs when they come at you. They might be made out of paper, but there's still thirty of them. God damn it. The new codex is great. I didn't have any of the new units um, because I don't usually play orcs. I do have a buddy who, when the pandemic started off, we all decided to pick an army and we collected a bit. He got a little turned off by the price, but ended up loving the mini painting. He does a lot of our like fantasy minis now. And he let me use all of his minis to try out the new book that I was fortunate enough to find a totally legal copy of online. <laughs> So we did a 500-point game of Tau. I, I had, like, almost exactly enough units to get right on the nose. And then the Tau gentleman was 498, so, you know, almost as neck as neck as you can get. And orcs have this wonderful ability I'm discovering called the jump, where it's a psychic power. I've never played a psychic before. That's like having somebody in your army that can do magic and shit like that. And they're just like, yeah, uh, choose one squad of infantry that's within, I think, 18 inches of you. Roll two dice. If it's seven or up, you could pick up that entire squad and move them anywhere on the map nine inches away from an enemy. Got that off turn one, I was like, oh, I guess I'm behind your fire line now. Let's do this. Here we go. And that was stupid. It was stupid that it worked, and he never recovered from it. It was a close game. It was, uh, I think, 49 to 27 or something like that. Fuck, orcs are a lot of fun. Because they're, uh, they're stupid, they're blubbering, they charge in there, and you lose a third of your squad by the time they get there, but then they're walking around smacking people like they're tanks. It's absurd. I know how that goes. So I don't know... Um, I don't know if this is reflected in gameplay. I'm sure it is somewhere in the rule set. Uh, but I, I've been listening to a bunch of uh, Warhammer lore, right and apparently the uh, the hardcore psychic orcs uh, have a problem where sometimes they'll absorb too much psychic energy and then their heads will explode. And yep. when their heads explode, all of the orcs around them's heads also explode. Yep, those are weird boys. Those are the ones that can harness that. I think they call it WAG energy, even though it's psychic energy. Orcs are secretly the most powerful psychers in the universe. They just, like, th their guns work because they all believe that their guns work. People yeah. will survey <laughs> armies afterwards and they'll be like, this doesn't even have a firing chamber. Like their they, their they, guns will oftentimes be just like little boxes with like bolts inside of them, and it makes mm -hmm. absolutely no sense. And their vehicles, you know how you make them faster? Yeah, you, you paint, paint them red. Red, <laughs> red of course, they go faster. Red. Um, I, I was like playing that. Death Skulls, which are orcs that are painted blue because blue is a lucky color, and uh, rule wise, that lets you reroll one hit roll uh, per turn, and it gives you um. A five up invul and they'll feel no pain, which is stupid. Orcs are dumb in ninth edition, and I love them so much. Well, like, that's if, that's if orcs, nice. If orcs were competent enough to all work together, like the entire universe would just be doomed. Which uh, is like that's like a prophecy, right? In in mm -hmm. like, yeah. Orc and Mork will eventually get the biggest boss, and he'll be the war boss, and he'll lead the great wag. That's. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's a theory that I love quite a bit, which is that the Emperor of Mankind is only alive because the orcs still think he's alive. He's been <laughs> sitting dead on a throne for 10,000 years. A thousand psychers need to die a day just to change the rules of reality just enough to keep him alive. And what if all that's just because of the orcs? No, he's, that's the Emperor of Mankind. He can't be dead. He's like the greatest warrior ever. Or uh, the guys that I played, the Tau. Orcs are their, like, mortal enemies. They they scourge planets, just burning off the fungus. Like like they'll glass a planet to heal the orcs. They're their they're hated enemy. And then if you have the orcs about the tower, they're like, oh yeah, we love those guys. We go to war with them all the time. 
They're like we the tower like we hate you, and they're like, yeah, we're besties. It's great. Yeah, this is great. We we do this like every Tuesday. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on from Warhammer. That was more That's than a, a minute. That's more than a minute, uh, and we're gonna move on to uh, Aroa. What games have you played this week? Oh, what you you had to you had to think about it. Uh, you just don't care that much. Yeah. That's fair. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, in a very limited capacity, I played uh, or started uh, Omori, which um, is looking like it's going to be uh, maybe the new Undertale. Um, like it, 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 I, I knew about it uh, whenever it first released, uh, which like it had a Kickstarter or something. So there were a bunch of people who were already fans of it. But uh, whenever it first released, I saw it and was like, all right, this looks pretty cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and grab it. And then uh, as of late, I have seen more and more memes coming out about it, um, indicating that it is an incredibly uh, dark and depressing game uh, under the surface. So um, I'm getting into it. And I am recording that. Uh, I do have, uh, in 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 reference to uh, you also saying I'll make more YouTube videos eventually. Uh, I do have the footage for for Res, so I just have to like you know edit it and stuff. Oh, good. Because uh, I played good. played Res on PS2 uh, with the with the vibrator. So, nice. Uh, that'll uh, that'll be a fun time. How was uh, it? Putting up that video. I mean, obviously uh, you're doing the video, but little mini review. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what I thought it would be. Does it fundamentally change the experience? No. But is that experience already fucking amazing? Yes. Uh, Good. I, uh, I am using the opportunity to kind of gush about Res in general and like how it sort of acted as a gateway drug for music games uh overall for me so i think i think it'll be a fun time i think it'll be a cool cool thing i don't i i just don't have a genre on my channel anymore and i think that's fine yeah um, that i don't either it's it's useless i've done i've done video reviews i've done video game reviews etc so. candy reviews yeah yeah I, I need to do a candy review actually but we're gonna talk about that at some point in my life anymore it's like it it doesn't like no one no one cares about like what your channel's supposed to be as long as uh they like you as a as a not necessarily as a creator. person but as a representation of a personality that's uh, and that's yeah, what i think and that's what i think it should be i don't think that you, it, yes there are people who have their niches but m more or less i think that just sticking with one thing is it gets boring like I'll watch somebody yeah, you'll who just... You'll inevitably spooning your, yourself out. Yeah. Uh, but look at, like, uh, our one of my favorite YouTube channels, Technology Connections. Yes, he has the same format, but, like, he does such random shit he talks about. And I think yeah. it's great. <laughs> and I don't he... think there's anyone else on YouTube who I would willingly listen to a 45-minute long video talking about how air conditioners work. Or uh, like, or dishwashers, yeah, or dishwashers. Like, I I actually changed uh, how we do dishes because of that video. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he just went on a rant for like thirty minutes about why he hates Tide Pods. Yeah, and it's like, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Okay. Anyway, well, I'm. <laughs> but uh, uh, other than that, um. Good old, uh, good old Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, playing as a uh, as a carpenter now, and that's uh, surprisingly engaging. Why? Um, I, I I fucking mentioned it many times. Why has no other MMO copied that? Just whole like wholesale stolen that system, right? Because like it seems like such a like you don't have to put a lot of effort into that. I don't mm -mm. feel. No. Like you, you, you add 
what is more or less like a, a uh, procedurally generated campaign for your crafting systems and it adds like hours upon hours worth of content with relatively little effort to go yeah. along with it uh it actually reminds me of a 3ds game um oh cooking shit. mama no uh <laughs> there was there was a 3ds game yeah that came out uh obviously a while back um it's not it's not second life brain you fucking idiot no it's not uh, second life but what what do you do in the game so it it that's the thing it it's very much has the same idea where you're you're a craftsman uh or an adventurer um and you can like you you can be a carpenter you can be a miner you can be a blacksmith uh all that stuff and like it uh it it's very similar in that way that like fantasy life that's it i knew it had life in the title uh so like there are there are 12 life classes that you can switch between at any time and um like you can go through and and level them up and they're like skill trees and shit that are specifically for those those classes uh of course with the entire gimmick of fantasy life being built up around that it kind of all combines together uh so that like a blacksmith ability can potentially help you as a swordsman and stuff like that but like i i I just think it's really cool that an mmo has that because it uh does kind of what wow wishes that it could bring back which is the the agency with like players crafting and being a part of the in-game economy uh yeah Anyway, uh, so so what level is your? I forget what you're playing as. Carpenter right now. or whatever. No, no, no. no. I'm uh, not sure if it's a class or if it's a mission set or something. I'm not cat girl. Well, I'm it's no what class. I what I meant. That's the most annoying thing, by the way, is that I have to change classes, uh, and then I have to remember to change back to an archer whenever I go outside, or else uh, I'll end up getting beaten the fuck up. Do you have I, do you have um your gear sets set up so you just double click? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh I Yeah, it would be impossible. Was... I would I would be seriously bitching uh, <laughs> if that wasn't the case. But no, I have I have them on my heart bar actually. So I, I switched to hot bar ten and that's my class bar. And so I just switch between classes with that. Oh, uh, okay. Uh yeah, uh, I mean it it we'll move on after uh, you mentioned any other games you played? No, no, that's, nothing. That was all. I, uh, I thought you were going to say something, but okay. No, well, I was going to say uh, the cla- the the races in Final Fantasy are the same, or Final Fantasy fourteen are the same as Final Fantasy eleven. Uh, so like cat including girl, the cat girls, including the cat girls. And in Final Fantasy eleven, the cat girls, uh. The Galka, which are the Roadin, and the uh, Mithra, which are the uh, Makot, or the cat girls, um, those are gender locked in Final Fantasy XI. So if you're a Mithra, you're, you can only be female, and if you're a Galka, you can only be male. Um, and they changed that in Final Fantasy fourteen. But I was gonna ask, not leveling your carpenter, but the other class, your 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 disciple of war or whatever class, uh, what level is that? The the whatever you you kill things with. Oh, the archer class. Archer. Um. Yeah. Uh, might be like fourteen or fifteen. My carpenter oh. class is actually out. Uh. Has out leveled my my archer class. Well, and you're gonna have to do botany too to get the wood to level up your carpenter. So you're gonna have to switch yeah, to botanist. I, so I'm. What sucks is that. So I haven't done it yet, but I'm probably going to buy uh, the starter edition so that I have access to the uh, the first expansion. Oh. Um. But you have. Ex- well, and and also well, so that I have access to like 
you know, the rest of the game. But, well, we're going to back but, up here. You said the first expansion, because the first expansion is included in the trial. Uh, Heavensward, Heavensward is the first expansion, and it was included in the trial. So you don't have to buy it for that. So, oh, so I say that because, like, there are a couple of class or a couple of uh, races that are locked out. There are, yes. Um, and I think I have to buy the starter edition to get access to those. Otherwise, I have to buy the full edition. Which, I mean, whatever, I'll I'll do it. I believe I believe I so. But the problem, the the main problem that you're going to run into, which I it, it isn't really a problem, uh, but if you want to go for free as long as you can then buying it you will then have to pay the oh, $15 a month okay no yeah i'm prepared for that um, all right that was that was part of why i canceled game pass was to uh, repurpose that money that's fair um, that's fair so but anyway yeah uh, yeah anyway um, we're going to move on i also potentially want to change races is That's the thing. Fair. So I'm like, do I want to keep going with Catgirl, or do I want to change races? I don't know. Are you going to be the Lizard Man? Um, I can't. I, the, it was one of the DLC races, and I I want to say it was like a dragon person or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the sure. lizard. I, I think it's a Lizard Man, but yeah, dragon person. Maybe it is a lizard. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to me. I'm always a chick. Of course. Of course, you're always a chick, because I, I always thought it was weird when people would be like, "I made my character a female because I don't want to check out a guy's ass for 200 hours," and I'm just like, "It's, it's, it's not a real dude, you know that, right?" I get like, really, really bothered whenever I accidentally look up my character's skirt. Oh, um, like accidentally. I wish- I, I wish that I like why is the default cat girl skirt so short? You know why. You know why. I know why. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. Anywho, we're gonna move on to Finally. me. Uh let's see. Game I played on Monday. Uh it was really cheap, so I bought it, and it was called Mordow. Um I played it for three hours and I didn't have any fun. Oh, is that um is it's that the chivalry. game that came out after Chivalry got bad or whatever? Yeah, it's basically Chivalry, and it's still not good. And I don't know. I was like, this is popular on Twitch. Let's see how, how, well, it is, how well it does, because people say it's really good. And then I played it, and I was like, it's not. It's not really good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fun at all. Uh, so I played that with my friend uh, Durga, and we didn't have fun. And... I wasn't the worst on the team, typically. I was somewhere in, like, the... Let's be fair, like, the low middle of the team. But I still wasn't the worst. Uh, but it it's it's general, you know, medieval warfare stuff that's just not really enjoyable. And uh, you can get one shot very easily, which I guess is a, an appeal of the game. But I just didn't that's have fun with it. That's the point, yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I played Vampire the Masquerade uh, Bloodlines, and I know that Cyberpunk Monk has played through it. I forget if Aroa has played through it, uh, but there is a point towards the end of the game where you fight a uh, you you fight like a tentacle monster, and that battle sucks. It's really bad, and if you uh, if you go into it trying to be a sneaky boy or something like that, it just doesn't work. They they just kind of screw you over if you've gone more toward the sneakiness and the persuasion and you haven't just leveled up your, your melee or firearms. You just kind of get screwed over in that battle. And that's what happened to me. Uh, and it the the monster just has an, a, an annoying amount of health and an annoying amount of defense. And so after trying it like four or five times and just getting obliterated, um, the more you... Oh, by the way, when you hit the monster, uh, eventually it will like make little spawnlings out of it, out of the tentacles that fall off. And one of those will grow into a copy of that monster. And then you have two of them that you're fighting. 
that can do like 40% of your health in one hit. It's great. It's awesome. So, uh, I cheated. I used God mode and beat that battle, and then I beat the game. <laughs> I, I gave up, and I don't care. I still count it as beating the game. Uh, and like I was cheating just like, the game. I don't care. I don't care. Not even a little bit. Uh, it, you know, I, I obviously am against cheating 99% of the time. Uh, and I'm 100% against cheating in like a multiplayer game. But in this instance, it was either I cheat and use God mode, or I would then have to, uh, go back like three hours in gameplay to go buy the flamethrower and a bunch of health packs. And it just wasn't worth it. So I, I loser. I, it's Play really the, game the right way. No, uh, it's really easy to <laughs> enable God mode. Uh, all you do is bring up the con. There's no special command or anything. You bring up the console and type in God and it got in God modes enabled and it, well, yeah, it's a source engine game. It's yeah. not like it's supposed to be a secret. Yeah. So, uh, it was, you could also the, it, just use impulse one Oh one and it would have given you the gravity gun. And, Vampire? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's... I did not know that. I looked up the cheats, but I only looked for god mode. Just just unlimited health. That's all I needed. Uh, I don't think you were here the week we talked about it. Do you have any idea why that game freaks out with doors sometimes? What is it about the Source Engine that can't do doors? It's it's uh, the frame rate. I figured it out. Uh, is, if, is that the case? Yeah, if it's running over 93 frames a second... Doors will freak out. Um, Why? I, so, I don't remember if I asked the last time. Were you playing it with the community patch? Yes. Yes, I was. Uh, okay. Uh, but even I think the so, GOG version has it built in. But Yeah. But even so, I have it on Steam, but even the same thing exists. So uh, with the community patch, even if you play it with that, it still has like un uncapped frame rate, and so the doors will still freak out. So you just have to go in and type in the command to limit the frame rate to 90 frames a second, and it's fine. Uh, turn on VSync, you, you, you weirdo. I have a 144 hertz monitor. Turn on VSync. But it, it'll it, scale it down to like 75. No, it won't, because it is a it's a game that was made in 2003, so it will run at 144 frames a second. <laughs> Well, turn your monitor down to no. 75 hertz. I'm no underclock I'm, your monitor. But I can just type in the command to limit the maximum Solder FPS. A fucking potentiometer on the chip on the fucking monitor. Turn the dial down. So anyway, the uh, so electronics the work. <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines is good. It's a very good game. Uh, as I said, the boss fights are kind of bullshit 90% of the time. And the ending kind of sucks. Uh, it, like, there are multiple endings. But Obviously. It's, but, like, the, the two endings that I got, because I was like, I got to go look at the other ending, uh, weren't great. Uh, they were just... Something blows up, and then you walk away from it, and that's it. Oh, and you flip some people off. Uh, I don't know what the other endings are. I don't know how many endings there are. Uh, do either of you know? Because I know uh, 33. Connor, uh, I many. know Connor played it. Um, there are many, many endings. What One was of them you... features a dog in a control room. I think you are lying. <laughs> you are, you are yeah, lying uh... again. No, no, that's that's it. And then it uh, and then it plays this. Right. <laughs> Why do you have that ready? <laughs> <laughs> that um, was not planned. No, it was not planned. So we're gonna move on and uh, talk about the last game I played this week, which was New World. I got into the beta. Um, amazingly enough, my my GPU did not fry, so we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, that's good. But the it's not bad. But I won't continue playing it. It's not good enough for me to actually want to play it. Because it's, it's like everything is done okay, but nothing is done great. 
And I can see a lot of people are probably going to play it because it is buy to play. It's $40. You buy it once, you get to play it forever, which I think is good. Uh, but I just, I didn't, like, it's not something that sucked me in that made me want to, like, okay, I'm going to go play that again. It's something that, like, on Thursday I played it, and then on Friday I was like, oh, okay, I'll play it again. But uh, have either of you watched or seen anything on New World other other than the story we're going to talk about here in a few minutes? Not a bit. Um, I keep meaning to. Like, I I will say I'm, I'm interested in it just because, like, supposedly it's finally Amazon Game Studios managed to make a game that doesn't suck. Yeah. But, like, that's as much as I know. There are a few things I like. I mean, it does have a lot of gathering and and hunting and stuff, which is cool, I guess. Um, mm. I do like that you can switch your class, as it were, uh, just by switching weapons, which is in you know Final Fantasy as well, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, uh, the newest Assassin's Creed gameplays. Yes. But also... Uh, I, I know that they've had some glitches, some really bad glitches in the game, and it's in lots of lag, but I actually didn't experience any of that. Uh, right before I ended on Friday, I did a big PvP thing, which was okay. And it's it's all right. I just, again, I don't see it taking away from WoW or Final Fantasy XIV or Guild Wars 2. I just, it's going to be another game that was released that's going to get a decent amount of players, uh, but I I just don't think it taking I don't see it taking that crown away from any any of those major games, and it's not different enough from those games that I see them taking it away. Uh, I also don't really like action. I prefer tab targeting uh, for MMOs rather than like an action combat MMO. Uh, oh, I didn't know it was an action combat MMO. That's cool. It is. It is. Uh, it's like baby's first Dark Souls, in a way, for some of the combat. Like you got dodge, you have you have dodge, block, roll, stuff like that. Uh, but I you also am suddenly much more interested. <laughs> see, and I don't like that type of combat in an MMO. Uh, I don't know why. It's just not. I prefer tab targeting because I'm weird, and I know everyone likes action based because it's more engaging or something. But I'm weird, I guess. Uh, but anyway, it does seem like a really strange decision. Yeah, in it for an MMO, like, which is why I'm interested now. But like, yeah, I can't imagine that working well. Is 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 a thing. I mean, again, it's it's not exactly like Dark Souls, but yeah, a lot of people have compared so. it. A lot of people have compared the fighting to Dark Souls because you have blocking, you have stamina, you have to watch, you have rolling and dodging and. Um, you can use different things. So you can get a sword, you can get a hatchet, um, you can use uh, staves to hurl fireballs at people. There's a fire staff, there are ice gauntlets, and there's a life staff. Um, so obviously you got fire, you have ice, and then you have the healing class. I just don't know how well it's going to work out, but we'll see how it works in the future. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen was crap when it came out a decade ago, and now it's the top MMO in the world. So who knows what's going to happen? Aura. Anyway. I'm sorry, that what was, was that? The, that was the race. Oh, right. They are, and yeah, they are the, the dragon people. Yeah, the first five. Was... So the first five races, the humans, I don't know the names in, in Final Fantasy. The Hure, yeah. the elves that are Elizin, the gnomes that are Lollafell, uh, the cat girls that are Mikote, uh the barbarian people <laughs> the roegadin and final the dragons fantasy... that are the aura so the first five that you mentioned there are all taken from final fantasy 11 um so you have the humes the elvon the taru taru the galka and which one did i miss oh the mithra so all of those are taken. I've also played some Final Fantasy Eleven, but you know, you know how that game goes. Uh, also, the Viera are female only. Ah, uh, the yeah, they're girls. new. 
Yeah, those are those are new. So the the dragon people and the bunny girls are new to Final Fantasy fourteen. They are and not the taken Hrothgar. from Hrothgar. Hrothgar. Yep. Ah. Hrothgar are male only. Uh, that makes sense. Are you going to be a uh, the bunny girl? Are you going to switch to the bunny girl? No, I have no desire to be that hypersexualized. To be honest. Oh, okay. And the the Hrothgar just look like fucking Ganon. Switch, from, switch from Zelda. No, what you want to do is you want to switch to be a female Roadin. So that way you're not sexualized at all, but still I, a female. Actually, character. I was strongly considering that whenever I first made a character, I, I was very much considering being a, being a Rugadin. That is one thing I don't like about uh, New World is that. You can't, there aren't, you're just a human. There's no other races. And that's one thing I like about uh, fantasy oh, games. Boring. Yeah, that's one thing I like about MMOs and fantasy games in general is not playing a human. Uh, I just, I never understood why, like, if you're starting a game like that, why you would want to then be a human in the in the world. You're already a human. Play a different race. It'd be fun. Yeah, people in WoW who just play as a human uh, are fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. Anywho, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some stories. Let's talk about New World and uh, how it's killing graphics cards. You might call that a a graphical glitch. Yeah. So Amazon's New World... Yeah, Amazon's New World... uh, MMO is actually killing some high-end PC graphics cards. It does appear that it's not... Amazon's fault, though, uh, and I will will get th- to that pretty soon. But basically, uh, there are 3090s who are playing it. Uh, people who are playing it on the 3090 from I believe it's the EVGA GeForce RTX FTW3 graphics cards, and they're running it uncapped, which is just maxing out the performance of the GPU. And because they're maxing out that performance, it's running at 100% and kind of killing the card. But it looks like that's not Amazon's fault because it's a hardware issue with those particular cards. And when you're just pinging it at 100%, yeah, it's using up a lot of power, but your graphics card should be able to use 100% without (laughs) breaking like it without uh the what sounds like a, a capacitor or maybe a fuse or something literally exploding off the board yeah it it says here it says so after hitting the play button for new world beta the game started to load followed immediately by fan speeds increasing to 100 percent. fps dropped to zero and then my monitors turning off and my video card is no longer detected so i reboot the pc and everything seems to work fine I even tried a few other games to make sure I had no problems. Uh, so I hit play on the new world, and the same thing happened. But this time I heard a loud pop, and now my 3090 mm-hmm. won't get past post on boot. Oh, my goodness. Um, That's if I started up my computer and heard a pop, I would cry. I would be uh, really yeah. concerned. Especially if it was my 3090 that I paid at $1, least. $1,900, what is that? It's Jeez. it's MSRP is fifteen hundred dollars, but yeah, it's it's You're not getting one hundred fifteen hundred. No. Yeah, you know that they they fucking paid a scalper, at least one and a half percent or one or one and a half mm-hmm. times that. One and a half. If I could find a thirty ninety for one and a <laughs> half percent over market value, I would be so happy. I'd hop on yeah, that they, in a heartbeat. They, they probably have them on AliExpress. You know, they probably do. Uh. Other players who have the EVGA 3090 cards have failed. Uh, sometimes that failure is in the middle of playing. Other times it happens while waiting for the login queue. Which, by the way, I never had a problem logging in. Uh, the graphics cards fan kick into overdrive, which generally indicates a particularly heavy workload. And then the screen goes black. Now, I didn't have this problem. And I think the main... First off, I have a 3070. I do not have a 3090. Uh, but I looked at my GPU and CPU usage while playing the game. And because I'm playing at 1080p, my CPU was at 100%. Uh, 
but my GPU was at around 70%, which means that I was CPU bound. Like that's, that was the thing that's holding my, my graphics back. Um, so the, the ways to remedy that are to play it at 1440p or 4K, and that'll bring the CPU usage down and bring the GPU usage up. Uh, but apparently I don't want to do that with my EVGA card. Uh, How did you like having an EVGA card? Yeah. Uh, the problem seems to be isolated to the GeForce RTX 3090 FTW3 cards. Uh, it says that basically... Uh, EVGA is now for any card that was broken this way. EVGA is replacing the cards for free. They're they're being covered under warranty, so that is good. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Do you think that maybe they rush those cards a little bit, or I wonder if there was a little hiccup in their speculations? I, I wonder if a hundred percent is truly a hundred percent. Yeah, that could be it. I and think I have that... this weird feeling in the back of my head. Something about this has to do with not wanting people to mine bitcoins. Like if you're using your card and it's at 100 percent all the time, it's just gonna pop and break. Fuck you. I mean, that could be it. It says huh. uh, there was a statement released by Amazon Games. It says hundreds of thousands of people played the New World closed beta, with millions of total hours played. We received a few reports of players using high-performance graphics cards experiencing hardware failure when playing New World. New World makes standard DirectX calls as provided by the Windows API. We have seen no indication of widespread issues with 3090s either in the beta or during our many hours, or I'm sorry, many months of alpha testing. The New World beta is safe to play in order for uh, to further reassure players, we have implemented a patch today that caps frames per second on our menu screen. Uh, we're grateful for the support of New World receiving uh, from players around the world. Oh, that's interesting. So it was just on, uh, I mean, realistically, uh, it doesn't really matter uh, for most people, but they did cap the FPS when you load up the game on the menu screen so that this doesn't happen. Uh, but you can still go into the settings and uncap the frame rate in the settings. So it could still be a potential problem. Were you going to say something, Aroa? I don't think so. Oh, okay. If so... I was, I completely lost track. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, if you do have a 3090 and you're listening to the podcast, please donate uh, to the podcast. Uh, exactly one thirty ninety. Uh, for testing purposes. For, yeah, for testing purposes. But I think that this isn't much of a problem. Most people don't have 3090s. It's a very, very small section of the gaming community that's going to have those, uh, especially that one version of it. And if you do have that problem, contact EVGA. They will uh, replace your, your card. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, Netflix is going to start video game streaming. Kind of. Which is, uh, it's dumb. I don't like it. But uh, it's from Destructoid, this article. It says, Netflix is stepping further into games, as rumored, and you won't have to pay extra beyond your normal subscription in order to play them. Uh, the confirmation came this week as a letter to shareholders as part of Netflix's Q2 2021 financial results. And it says, we're also in the early stages of further expanding into games, building out our earlier efforts around uh, interfacing, e.g. Black Mirror. and uh, Wow, that was released how long ago? Uh, and our Stranger Things games. Uh, we view gaming as another new content category for us, similar to our expansion in, into original films, animation, and unscripted TV. Games will be included in members' Netflix subscription with no additional costs, similar to films and series. Uh, apparently, they're focused on mobile games, but... What games exactly? Do they mention that at all? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Um, oh boy, it... Amazon is testing the opportunity to you having a little bit of a gambling machine in your pocket for them to get money from. Yeah. Now, maybe, maybe they'll just be, you know, games on their own. You won't, there won't be microtransactions. You don't believe that and you know it. 
Yeah. No. no. So, uh, Netflix is going to try to become the Netflix of gaming. I don't think it's going to really appeal to people that much. But good luck for from this article. Luck. It looks like they're they're going to be having outside like contracting companies that'll be oh doing the actual developing for the most part. Maybe can they can hire that um, that studio that was supposed to be working for Stadia. Maybe they can grab them. <laughs> New game studio Tencent will now be developing games for uh, Netflix. Yes. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on because uh, the next one might be pretty long or it might be very short. Who knows? Activision Blizzard sued by California over widespread sexism and sexual harassment. Who posted this? Was Who? it me? I think so. I know I've, I saw it, but I didn't post it. I'm so, probably the only one who like was aware of it beforehand. I was aware of it, but I definitely didn't post it. Yeah, I was aware okay. of it. Anyway, uh, what's up? What's what's happening here, Oroa? So uh, California has been investigating Activision Blizzard for the last two years uh, in response to various claims of sexism and sexual harassment within the workplace. And, uh, well, uh, turns out those, those allegations, those claims were probably fairly valid. Um, there have been a lot of, of allegations against, uh, specifically, uh, J. Allen Brack, the president of Blizzard, um, against, uh, many other managerial, uh, members of staff. Uh, doing things, uh, including but not limited to uh, getting drunk at an office party and then uh, being annoying to various female employees. Uh, there's proof that many female employees have been passed over for promotions or are being paid less than their male counterparts because they're women. Um, Blizzard's response to that specifically has been, we pay based on performance, implying, therefore, that uh, women don't work hard enough. Uh, not the best response there, Blizz. Um, bad, and bad job there. They have babies, uh, and we can't give them more money because they might take time <laughs> off to have babies. Come on. Look, we gave them fucking, fucking milking rooms. What more do they want? I know, right? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the uh, the DFEH, uh, which is the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, uh, gave a, an example uh, that uh, random male employees would comment on one female employee's breasts, uh, just kind of walking in the hallway. Uh, the WoW team in particular was called out in the lawsuit uh, for having various male employees who would hit on female employees, make derogatory comments about rape, and just uh, otherwise engage in uh, demeaning behavior. Uh, over the over the years, um, Blizzard's entire culture has been talked about and equated to as a uh, a frat house. And that is actually the wording that they use in this lawsuit. Um, so seems that uh, those those allegations have been very uh, substantiated by by all this. Uh, senior, uh, well, former uh, World of Warcraft senior creative director Alex Afrasiabi was named a top level harasser who was quote permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions. Uh, a block quote here during a company event uh, called BlizzCon Afrasiabi would hit on female employees telling him telling them that he wanted to marry them attempting to kiss them and putting his arms around them without their permission this was in plain view of other male employees including supervisors who then had to intervene and pull him off female employees Blizzard President Brack is alleged to have had multiple conversations with Afrasiabi about this conduct, 
but opted for a slap on the wrist response according to the lawsuit. Uh, Frasiabi continued to make unwanted advances toward female employees, including grabbing a female employee's hand and inviting her to his hotel room and groping on other women. Um, the, what a piece of shit. Yeah, the slap on the wrist response, by the way, was uh, a counseling session, from my understanding. And that was, uh, that was, that was the Blizzard president uh, in response to all of these things happening, not allegations of these things happening, but like real documented cases. And, and all he did was go, come on now, stop it. Stop come on. <sighs> don't, don't do it in public. What is uh, I don't think, I don't know if this article uh mentions uh Brack's response uh but uh, I did read an article um that kind of talked about some of the things that he has said in response to the allegations uh and the gist was <laughs> this is preposterous I am the most feminist man that that I have ever known do you know who this prominent feminist figure is I do, and I've followed her teachings for years and years. I'm so cool. I'm not sexist. Don't look at me. It's not my fault. So that's pretty much how Activision Blizzard is responding to this whole thing. Is not a good uh, response. Is, no, it's terrible. It really, really is. Um, not that these companies had any like dignity in the public view, anyways. But this certainly isn't helping any. Yeah, like, uh, maybe they... this is winds of change for them. Maybe it's time to do a little bit of uh, you know, snip, snip, pruning from the top. Get get rid well, of some. I... And it's Activision, when... so they won't. But you never know. Maybe they will. When you Part said snip, snip. When you said snip, snip. Cut their balls off. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait, where is he? Castrate these people. Yes. <laughs> okay, go on, Arella. Uh, so the the public response, the PR filtered response from Blizzard, uh, is essentially, uh, look, yeah, um, maybe these things happened in the past. Uh, a lot of them didn't. Okay, we're not saying that they did. We're just saying that, like, you know, some bad things maybe happened at some point or another. Uh, but that's not what happens now. Over the past several years and continuing since the initial investigation started, we've made significant changes to address company culture and reflect more diversity within our leadership teams. Uh, we, we, have, we have internal programs and channels for employees to report violations. We have, we have a, a hotline. You can call the hotline. Come on now. Ever a good Any sign when you need to have a hotline. <laughs> We've strengthened our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion and combined our employee networks at a global level to provide additional support. Employees must also undergo regular anti-harassment training and have done so for many years. Yeah, so does every fucking workplace in the United States, and it doesn't yeah. do fucking anything. No, no one goes into those anti-harassment training things and goes, oh, shit. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to, to touch the girls' butts. I thought they wanted it. No one, no one fucking does that. Okay. You mean I'm, you mean I'm not supposed to call my coworker hot tits? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. sorry about that. Maybe I shouldn't be calling Diane sweet cheeks and then patting her on the ass. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't fucking happen. These assholes know exactly what they're doing, and it's just that they're not getting punished for it. And having yeah. stupid programs like this that put the onus on the victim to then call out their superiors, so then the superiors just fire them, that does none of, no, that's not good for anybody involved. I, you know, Except one of the, for the people who are doing the harassing. One of the worst parts about starting a new job is going through the sexual harassment training for like three hours again uh it's just like because i've watched the same like because i've had three different jobs now uh within like a year and i've had to watch the same videos for every single job i started <laughs> it's, it's um, i'm like what is this made in like 1980 
And then they're like, <laughs> produced in 2015. I'm like, fucking get a better camera. I don't. Right. <laughs> Why is it made with like a VHS camera? Fuck so, it. Anyway, go on. So I, I have a theory on that. Um, What's that? I think what it is is that all the footage is from the 80s and they just redo the voiceover every every few years whenever something some new policy gets introduced oh that that could be it that explains why they're always moving coffee cups over their mouth <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, anyway uh wow apparently uh, they're saying that the women are owed a lot of money as much as 400 million dollars ooh yeah it says, it says it was involved in the gender based discrimination lawsuit uh, at Riot Games in 2018, which was filed during a Kotaku in, uh, investigation of the company's sexist culture, the League of Legends developers w were ordered to pay at least $10 million to women that have worked at Riot within five-year period. A month later, the DFEH objected to the $10 million payout, saying that women were owed much more, as much as $400 million. That's for the Riot, uh, the Riot ones. Uh, in the years following Riot Games reports, waves of video game developers and other industry members who said that they've experienced harassment and toxic work cultures have come forward, resulting in multiple Me Too moments. Women's uh, lawsuit against Activision Blizzard has similarly ushered a new round of game industry employees sharing stories of sexual harassment in social media. Uh, they've faced Activision Blizzard uh, that they've they've had at Activision and elsewhere. So, um, yeah, I can tell you uh, from my limited experience working in a video game studio that I haven't seen any sexual harassment or anything uh, where I've been. Uh, but that was one studio, and it's a fairly small studio. But I will say that we had like six female employees. So it is definitely still a a profession that is mainly made up of males and because of that i can see a lot of douchebags being in there and seeing the you know one of the five women that they work with and trying to flirt with them and hit on them and coming across as uh, scummy and sexist and awful yeah don't do that don't do yeah. that at work <laughs> don't hit on your coworkers. It's... Yeah, don't do that. I, like, I think it's. I think it is at least partially a result of of having a lot of the the stereotypical nerdy dudes growing up and not like actually growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the one the ones that typically turn into incels. You know. Uh. I think it's it's a, a at least partially a result of them them getting into these jobs and then going wait a minute a girl works here a, a, that means a girl like video game a, a girl like video game and and has boobs like I th I think that that's what's going on and like at least to some degree uh, obviously they're just men who are fucking disgusting and they just do this shit yeah but I th I think that there are almost definitely a lot of cases where there are men who just go girl do girl do my job girl like me like and then we have these kind of awkward situations where that then then it turns into a lawsuit i think we could all agree this is an environment issue this is what happens when somebody sees shit like this happens and nothing is done about it yeah yeah all I... it takes is one so, something more than a slap on the wrist, like an actual punishment. Oh, can't do that no more. I, I can't get a job if I do that. But uh, I mean, I mean, fuck that one guy. Yeah, like it. It you don't just don't do it. Just don't don't hit don't on do your it. coworkers. Not... Yeah, don't hit on your coworkers, even if they're like really cute and short and have. I'm gonna like, say anyone that you're in a hair. professional relationship with. I, I yeah exactly. Um. Just because it's bad. Uh, I know California changed its law, but California used to not have a law against uh, an attorney sleeping with his client or her client. And that, again, same thing. Just don't do it. It's, it creates a conflict of interest if, this is, if that's happening. Uh, right. And I would imagine if a manager is hooking up with their 
uh, employee, they're going to be more unlike they're going to be more likely to give that employee a, a raise or promotion. And who knows? That might be why they're, you know, sleeping with that person. You don't want to even create the idea or the perception that that's what is happening, because uh, then it just goes it goes poorly. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll keep you updated if we get any news on this uh, this lawsuit that's coming about. Uh, most likely. I could I could see it going to settlement. Like they're just gonna settle and give a bunch of money to people and kind of oh, not definitely. not disclose how much money they're paying because Activision surely knows that they are in the wrong here. Uh but they'll probably, you know, settle for a few million dollars and call it a day, which kinda sucks, but that's what happens in the United States. Like I think it's ninety something percent of cases like this don't go to trial. Like they just, they just get settled because the company knows it's going to cost them more money and time to lose the case and not settle. Anyway, uh, thank you both. That, that's our show for the day. Thank you both for being here. Thank you, Aroa and Cyberpunk Monk. Yeah, I was here. And we will be back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>